This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to 90 Day Fiancé WTF Podcast, a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on TLC's 90 Day Fiancé. I am Nadia, and with me are my two co-hosts, Lon and Mariam. Hey, everybody. What's up? I just want to say that when I think about our podcast and everything that we cover every week, the only word that comes to mind is victory! Victory! <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs> Anyone saw that he kind of bumped into a guy and just walked right in front of him? I saw that. That was that was awkward. That was awkward. He like, can you just wait for him to pass you before you <laughs> cross his path or something? <laughs> D- this was the airport scene, or yeah, yeah. I missed that. Yeah, Tariq and his uh, prom like. Tuxedo. Oh my god, that was hideous. Yeah, I was ask you guys, what did you guys think about that whole look with like the beard and the pink bow tie? What'd y'all think about that? You know, I thought it didn't look that bad, but I liked it better with the darker jacket on. So there was a he had one, his first one was like a darker blue with the powder mm-hmm. blue underneath, not like powder blue with powder blue. You know what I mean? It didn't have the contrast. That's what I thought. That was just my personal, like, you know, I've, I've seen people get dressed up to go meet people at the airport. So I wasn't really hating on that. I didn't think that was like super extra or anything like that. But I would have went with a contrasting jacket. But I get it. He did it for her. That's sweet, right? Maybe it wasn't his look. Maybe he understands that that's not his thing or his style. But uh, he was doing it for her. And uh Yeah. So yeah, she liked it, right? She liked it. Yep. Yeah, that was but cool. It, I mean, I have to ag- agree. It's sweet. When I found out that he was just picking her up from a small county airport, I was like, he went through all this trouble for her, which is sweet. Again, just I just wanted to put that out there. It's just to me, it's if he had gone to like the DC airport or something, you know, at least that would have been a much more satisfying declaration of love because everyone else can see it you know <laughs> can can we rewind a sec I, I I just have this really quick question maybe I'll know more about it than I do because I don't keep track with his relationship with his brother he said they don't talk anymore but I could have swore that you know I don't watch pillow talk but there were a few episodes sure. I caught and they were yeah. hanging out like chilling on like the bed or wherever the couch wherever they watch pillow talk at I mean is, is that fake? Like, are we being lied to again? Do you think they think we're stupid, or what? What's that about? Or was that before he met? Before his brother met his own like Filipina in the Philippines? Like, do y'all know what, what's up with that? That's kind of what I was thinking. I was thinking like they were good, and then when th- his brother did the same things, similar to what Tariq did you know, they kind of got into it because that was a huge thing, right? Like the brother went all the way there. (laughs) Yeah, remember that? Like that was a huge thing. And then he turned on to the same thing and he kind of came across like a huge hypocrite. Yeah. Um, Can I just share a rumor about this whole fallout? So there's rumors out there that Dean and Tariq 
fell out because of Dean's affinity towards group sex. What? <laughs> that, that's what I that's what I read. So I, I don't know, Miriam, you're about to say something. Maybe you know more than, than Oh us. girl, I don't know nothing about group sex. I'll just tell you that. But No, um, about about Dean and Tariq, not group sex. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know nothing, dude. All I know is all I know is that they're two brothers and they ain't talking to each other. Yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> but what I did want to mention was Tariq spent all this time, energy, money into like this outfit for this grand encounter with Hazel. And she came down the escalator. It was very cute. And then he like embraced her and started crying. Did you guys realize that Hazel was very emotionless? And like, I don't really give a fuck that you're crying. I don't know. Like, it just felt like she wasn't there emotionally at all. He was there 150%. And she was like, hey, good to see you. I also think, though, that he was doing too much, though, with that. Like, he wasn't do- doing too much with the suit and all. I think, like, the tears might have been a bit much. And I don't know, maybe maybe he's an emotional guy. <laughs> but I, I thought, I was like, are you seriously, you're really crying right now? <laughs> so I don't know, maybe she saw the cameras and she saw, like, her man crying and she was just like, I just landed. I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. <laughs> She's like, I'm jet lagged. Yeah. I do think there is a point, though. I do think she does not show as much emotion as he does and i think we touched up on this in the previous um yes. previous chat is that yeah maybe maybe she ain't there at, emotionally as much as he is with her or as much as other couples who are in love or who do feel strongly about each other should be yep yeah i think we talked about how we think that hazel and Tariq they both have different agendas Right. It sounds like Hazel wants to come to the US and give her son a better life. You know, like her end game is to bring her son over. Whereas yep. Tariq is just looking for a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's really into her. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that. But I also think that he might not have an agenda, but I do think they're both not aligned in some ways. I, I can somehow tell that. She is not as invested in the relationship as he is. And it goes all the way back to their season when they first were featured on what the other way, right? Mm-hmm. A, it, it seems like she was very strict. She didn't let him kiss her or touch her. And suddenly she comes out as a bisexual and yeah. and very sexualized I, I don't know like something changed and i think tlc hasn't quite addressed that hmm. or conveniently has left it out That's I, think a if, um, I think though if they if they're both entering this relationship with consent and like a mutual understanding that this is our trade-off i get to date the or excuse me i get to marry the asian angelina jolie and you get to bring your son to the united states you know and we can live happily ever after then i'm I'm not going to judge, right? I think that's yeah. that's completely fine too. If they both know what they're getting into and like that's our fair exchange here in this transaction, you know, um a hey, more power to you. I think that the whole triples <laughs> the whole threesome part of it is more on on her side though. I think he made it clear that or he stated that it wasn't like his thing. It wasn't his idea to bring another woman into the relationship. It was more 
that she was interested in it and he was all new to this and he was like yeah you know if if that's your thing i guess we could we could try it out yeah it's it just seemed like a bonus for him yeah but i <laughs> i do want to give props to him for being really supportive i think he was really supportive about bringing her son to yep. america like no qualms about it he's like yeah you know we'll we'll do that eventually and you know he even came at it from the point of him being a parent himself and him understanding that you know with his autistic daughter right so he understands like the love of, of a parent and a child and i just i want to give him credit for that for understanding that and for not having any qualms and for being really supportive yeah i agree that was totally cool of him yeah, we move on to, oof, this one's kind of like a favorite. Um, Andrew32 from Roseville, California, which is near us, Lon. And Amira28 from somewhere, France. When you say favorite, how so? Um, there's a bit of a spoiler here uh, <gasps> about Andrew and Amira. So, what? tell I, us. I know. I, I <laughs> hate you with I'm the tea, so tea time. I know. Tea time. WTF tea time. So here's the thing. Netizen, they're relentless, right? The fans of these shows, they really dig up. And it turns out there's speculation that or a high likelihood that Andrew and Amir are no longer together because they don't even follow each other on social media. Bad. Good. So, <laughs> what? Good for that. <laughs> Good for her. Good for yeah. her. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, let me go ahead and start off. I'm just sure. going to go ahead and say it. I don't like I don't like this Andrew guy. And Miriam and I were kind of discussing it before the recording. Is that he does come off like a nice guy, right? Like when his introduction came and he's, he's in a day, at a daycare and he's reading books to kids. And you think, oh, this, this, this could be a likable guy. But then as the show progresses and you hear especially the conversation that she has with her dad and how he threw down that ultimatum like dude you know he, he said if if you don't like meet, meet me in mexico i'm gonna resent you forever like that was the ultimatum That's like for you for you to ask her to risk her life first of all during a global pandemic and if she doesn't want if she doesn't want to die for you that you're going to resent her forever. Like, that's much to ask for somebody you proposed to three days into meeting her, yeah. right? So <laughs> let's just get that out of the way first, right? Like, yeah. you met her, and on the third day, you got on your knee. Granted, she did say yes, but come on. Like, that's that's a lot to ask. And then to say that you'll resent her for the rest of your life, that's a lot of weight to put on anybody. I, I'm not a fan of ultimatums. I've, I've never been a fan of ultimatums. I think ultimatums are the first sign of toxic relationships, not even the first, but a sign. And then she also mentioned that he holds his gift giving. He holds that over her head. Like he's like, oh, I, I, I bought you all these gifts and I spend all this money on you. You need to do this for me or something like that. I forget how she worded it to her dad, but I didn't like that either, right? Like that's one of my love languages is I like to give gifts. I'm a gift giver. I try to put thoughts into gifts and I like to give gifts. But then like when you're giving with the expectation that that person is in your pocket now or that person owes you, you know what I mean? I just don't think that's genuine. Yeah, she mentioned these things to her dad and then her dad mentioned also that he sees that she is not happy with him and that I guess they argue on the phone and he's, he's around to see that stuff. So yeah, I ended up really not liking him at all. 
Sorry. Yeah. That's what that's where that was going. Was that I'm happy that if there is this rumor and it ha- turns out to be true, then good for her. She could do a lot better. That's where I was going with that. So I had a similar experience when they introduced Andrea. I was like, oh, this guy's kind of nice. But then after she kind of sat and spoke to her dad, I don't know. Her dad seemed like such a nice guy. Her ethnicity is Egyptian. I don't know if she's full or part Egyptian. You could just tell that her dad like loves her a lot and just, you know, wants the best for her. And I think that the flags are going up for him in his mind, right? Like as a parent, his sixth sense is speaking to him and saying, you know, I'm not 100% convinced this is the guy for you. And I kind of felt that. And then after I saw that conversation and I started thinking about Andrew, he kind of started giving me the cult vibes sort of yes the gold vibes Mm. like a gaslighter right yeah and all of a sudden he was like in my head as cult and then once he was in my head as cult i could not get it out like that's it i was like i hate this guy agree so let me back up really quick i didn't quite understand this is she on a different visa or is she on the 90 day visa and they're just living in different countries and they want to meet in mexico like what happened with that i might have missed what was going on with that because she keeps mentioning oh there's only so many days left on my on my visa is this the k1 visa that we're talking about did like something happen they filmed this during the pandemic so unfortunately she got the visa to come into the u.s during the pandemic and at that point of time you know, 45, I I will not mention his name, but 45 (laughs) put out a travel ban on the European Union, which obviously includes France. And therefore, she couldn't fly direct Mm. from, from, you know, from France to the US. So they thought of a loophole where they'll meet in Mexico and then enter the US from Mexico. So that's with a K-1 visa. Correct. And there's a time limit too. Like once you receive the visa, you have like, I think, what, 40 days or something to enter the mm. US because otherwise it will be voided. And I think that's the reason I, I mean, again, this is not excusable, but primarily one of the reasons why he gave her that ultimatum is because I think as most of the fans of 90 Day Fiance know, K1 visas are very expensive. Really? So I think, wow. Yeah, it's a lot of money. And I think that's why he's like, well, if you don't come after I spend all this money, then we're mm. done. Okay. I mean, it's also kind of unreasonable because we're all in a pandemic and for you to force her to pull a rabbit out of her head, it's a huge ask, you know, like mm-hmm. she's in France. They just, I, at that point, I guess they just recover from their first no wave of COVID, me. right? And the US obviously is being pounded like crazy. You know, we, our COVID numbers are crazy bad. My question to you guys is do you guys think this should have been the other way i mean why would you want to come to roseville california there's nothing there if i were him i would go to france yeah you know like i would i would have done the other way instead of like the 90 day fiance type of thing but he has like his mom and his daycare business and the income is being generated that way that he's using to hold over amira's head so she had to come to the states it sounds like to me, like that would have been like the smartest thing to do. Um, so we didn't get what she does for a living. I figured she's probably either a, an influencer or an Instagram model because they didn't really talk about what she does or what her family does. I didn't get that either. I didn't get it either, but just speaking from personal experience and just knowing a lot of people in France, being from an ethnicity outside of French ethnicity 
it's not the easiest experience. Mm. There's a lot of racism against yeah. people, especially North Africans. They're considered like, you know, second class, I guess. A second class citizen. Like they're treated really poorly. So for Amira to feel like she can have a better opportunity in America, I understand it firsthand. Like one of my best friends, she grew up in Paris. She's so smart, so intelligent, but she came to the States to go to school. She came to the States to work for that reason. So I could totally see why she's like kind of over France. You know, yeah. not only is she from like a small town, it sounds like, but she's also just looking for a better life outside. So I get it, Amira. I feel you, girl. <laughs> Amira has great hair. <laughs> yes, she has like thick locks like you, Miriam. So I I envy people with like very <laughs> thick locks. But yeah, like I think the rumors out there they're no longer together. So we're just watching this couple pretty much unfold in front of us and seeing their journey and kind of wondering whether or not they'll last. I mean, people have pointed out that, you know, while there are rumors out there that they're no longer together, it could also be a, a contractual thing where, you know, they cannot reveal what happens to them because mm. of their involvement on the show that's airing right now. So they cannot really confirm or deny whether or not they're together. So we'll just have to wait and see. I think she can do better, personally. Yeah. I think we all think that's the case. <laughs> I think so, too. And she seems like she's, like, a really nice person. Yeah. She yep. seems just super, like, like, just nice and just chill. Yeah. She deserves better. Speaking of deserving better, I think Big Mike deserves better. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> a good transition. Yeah. I mean, the look on her face when they got home, I mean, when they got to Big Mike's house, I'm like, girl, you're from a small apartment in Ukraine. Come on. Mm -hmm. Come on now. Why are you disappointed? This is a house. There's a plenty of space. Like, I get it. It's cold and I feel sorry for you because I hate cold also. But what is up with her? She hates the purple flowers. She kicked Uncle Bo out. And now she's kind of not liking the house also. Like, what she's is used up to, with her? So she's used to dating wealthier men is the thing. They, oh, I, yeah? I think they mentioned, they mentioned it in the actual previous season. Her ex-boyfriend, I think he, he had a lot of money. And I think that's the caliber that she's used to dating. So yeah, maybe she comes from a small town and she doesn't come from much. But the men she dates are really successful really moneyed men in her country so coming to the backwoods to some place where mike even said it there's like a light i don't know every 10 15 minutes or so like you're driving pretty much in the dark it was a bit of a shock and i don't know what's up with his heating situation but you couldn't take a hint mike like she's fucking cold man <laughs> you know so yeah i mean I don't like that she does tend to complain a lot, but also I'm of the belief that her and the other girls on the show are being misled. They're getting into these relationships with people who who they meet and they go on these lavish trips and the guys, in their effort to impress them and to make these women think that they're well off, end up spending their life savings 
which happens to be just about every single one of them. That's why one of them's living with his mom, right? <laughs> they spend all this money on them acting like this is their life, that they have the money to blow on a vacation and make it fucking rain. When in reality, this is all the money they have. They're coming back home broke and having to deal with the consequences. And then at the same time saying, oh, by the way, this life that I kind of like showed you could be possible if you like marry me. They're expecting that, right? So when they when they come back to these smaller towns, expecting to live like a city life or to live a luxurious life or a life that was hinted at during these vacations where they're getting rained on all the time, it's like a letdown, I think. I'm not saying she shouldn't be complaining or she should be complaining. I'm just saying that when you lead someone on or you set their expectations that high, you should just be honest. You know, and I think that was one of the main reasons they fought last season. And she just, she probably just forgot. Cause I think he did say to her, I don't have money. I don't have money. That's why we can't have kids. Right. Isn't that what he told her? I think she was just shocked. And I think it was, it was a nice place, but I think she might be used to seeing people more well off than Mike. I don't know. I don't think it was that. I didn't think his place was that bad. I just want to put it out there. I'm not, I'm not saying he looked poor or he looked broke. I don't think his place looked that bad. She said it wasn't cleaned, that he hadn't prepared for her, which was the same thing that the other woman said about Jovi, yeah. right? That, so I think there's at least an expectation. I think, too, Hazel said it. Right? I think yeah. there's an expectation that, hey, man, at least clean your fucking place up. And guys, <laughs> as a guy, yeah, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> there's anything you learn about the show, man. If you're going to bring a woman over to your crib, dude, clean up, yo. For these so first funny. impressions count, man. They're everything, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so my whole thing with this couple is that she saw Uncle Bo before, okay? And ain't nothing yeah. about Uncle Bo screams glamorous <laughs> life to me, personally. <laughs> I feel like she should have known a little bit better, like, expectations. It's funny because Lana and I were chatting before we started recording, and my whole thing is, like, you're talking to someone intimately for a long period of time like at least over a year right in their case you know you're talking about having a future together about having a life together and yet you're surprised at their living conditions you're telling me at no point did like you mm-hmm. during facetime did you ever see where he lived um exactly do you know what i mean i don't know like, i think this is in their situation i do think it's like this question comes to mind but I feel like for Yara and Jovi, it's a little bit more unique. And then mm-hmm. for Brandon and the go-go dancer whose name has slipped my mind, I think that he's kind of gaslighting her, right? And keeping information from her and like trying to do all the things that you described to do. But Natalie, first of all, are your lips real or fake? I don't know, girl. But assuming like, you know, we can move on from your lips. It's like, just relax. Be open-minded. Relax. and. You keep saying that you've did all these rich people, but those rich guys, like the money comes with strings. You know what I mean? Right. Like nothing is for free. And so clearly you knew that Mike was not this rich person before you, you know, entered this relationship with him. And yet now all of a sudden it's like shocking you. So I'm just a little bit confused by her. I was just going to say, I just don't think they're compatible. Go ahead. Do you think 
it would have been better if he gave her the ring from the jump. Because she did mention that like a few times. Like, I don't have the ring. And then when they were eating, oh, I don't know. I don't have a ring yet. <laughs> you know, and like, I think maybe if he started with that, if he led off with that, with, oh, here's the ring back, it might have put her in a different frame of mind, in a different mood. You know, but because he didn't lead off with that, now she's like unsure where they stand. She's insecure. And which, you know, brings me to another thing. I don't really know. I'm not convinced that he wants her to be there. Yeah. I don't think she deserves to have the ring back. Yeah. When she said that, the first time she brought it up, I shouted to my TV, you mean the ring that you threw back at him? Exactly. Exactly. Like, if you wanted it so badly, you should have never given it back to him. Hello? And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but she threw the ring back at him because he didn't have the same beliefs as her. I know it was because of some argument, but it started from the fact that he wasn't Christian or something and they had an argument and then she threw the ring back. Something about when during the interview and he was around, she couldn't say that she loved him. Something like, like that too, I think. Do y'all remember um, that? Like she that didn't was, drop the that, L bomb or something? That was, was a bunch of things, though. Yeah, yeah, but it's not because of the the L word or whatever. It's because of like the fact that Mike is not as aligned with her in terms of their belief system and and a lot yeah, of things. Aliens. There are a lot of other right, <laughs> <It's aliens>. exactly <laughs> higher powers, right? <laughs> but again, started to come in with a rumor. There is a rumor out there that Big Mike and Natalie have tied the knot. Oh no! So she. Said, oh no! Oh no! I'm serious. Oh, I no. hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Yo, but that what... is crazy. Oh, that's mind blowing. I know. That's the biggest twist of the century right now. I could have put money on this couple that they would not. Have yeah, money. same. I... <laughs> Still put money. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But there is a rumor out there that they have tied the knot and. Yeah, I mean, does she deserve him? I don't think so. She she doesn't treat him well. Like, I feel like Big Mike tolerates her. Tolerates, I think Mm. is the operative word, you know, because she's always complaining. It's almost like nothing is good enough for her because of her previous experience, previous Mm. relationship. So, yeah, that's the rumor. I need need to follow the accounts you follow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, people are going to hate me for spoiling. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh man. I have a question for you guys before we move on. Do you think that Waiter was paid to ask that question? Because that was so weird how they filmed that scene. And it almost seems like it's staged. And I'm not even surprised if that Waiter happens to be a production crew member. Yeah. I don't know. It, it came naturally enough. Because it wasn't like it came out of nowhere. He, she said she was like from out of town. And she, and he's like, where? Ukraine. Oh, what are you doing here? Like it was a natural progression. Oh, what, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm, I'm here with my fiance. You know, and she, he's like, congratulations. When are you getting married? Like, because she said fiance. She didn't say that I'm here on, on a 90-day visa. Like she, when you say fiance, that means you are engaged. Right. Right. So, I mean, naturally, one would ask. And if I was a waiter, I would have said the same thing. Oh, yeah. Like, this is my fiance. I would be like, oh, congratulations. Did you guys set a date yet? 
I think that's natural, <laughs> you know? I don't know if he considers her, he being Mike, if he considers her his fiance yet at this point. Like, he didn't give the ring back. I think for her, she forced it. She was forcing the issue to try to get him to give the ring. You know, and she said, oh, I, I don't know. I don't have a ring yet. And it panned to Mike really quick to show his reaction. So I don't know. I thought if it was staged, it was well acted and well written because I thought that conversation went pretty natural. It almost seemed like Natalie was forcing the issue on Big Mike. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> and it was like super awkward. And if he's from such a small town, then I think Natalie would stick out like a sore thumb, right? She's like this tall, blonde, exotic, foreign looking woman. So I feel like that question is, it is awkward, but I could see that happening naturally. Shall we move on to Julia and Brendan? So yes. let's talk about why fat people exercise. <laughs> <laughs> is that what Julia said? I forgot. I might have not caught that. Yeah. So first, she, she made two mentions about it. She said it was the first time like when she traveled on a plane to America to actually see obese people, I think. And then in this episode, she was like, I don't get it. Why are they running? Why are the, like, the fat people running? <laughs> and yeah, and you know, Brandon was like, oh, because they're, they're trying to not be fat. And then she said, I don't get it. If you don't want to be fat, then stay out of the kitchen. Or some comment like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, which is interesting because I read and it wasn't really an article. It was more of like an op piece where and this is going to stray off a little bit, but it's related. Trust me. Uh, food companies, it's their marketing that they have put the onus on us. So what I'm getting at is that was an innocent comment from Julia. We've been conditioned to think it's our fault that we can eat as much as we want as long as we exercise. Because we've been conditioned to think that food companies have conditioned us to believe, hey, you can eat our products. You know, it's up to you to do the exercise rather than, hey, our food is unhealthy, you know, eat in moderation or, or be responsible about eating. So right. she's coming from it as a be responsible from eating perspective, right? If you don't want to be fat, then don't eat as much, right? Stay out of the kitchen. Whereas we come from the perspective of, oh, no, we can eat whatever the fuck we want as long as we got to run these calories off. Yeah, I mean, and that's all the food industry's doing, like brainwashing us and conditioning us to believe that the responsibility is on us rather than on them to provide us healthy foods, to provide us, hey, you know, by the way, this is really fattening and it's unhealthy for you moderate what you eat because it's all about the profit margin they're not going to tell us that right they're going to say yeah. oh this is great you just have to go into the gym and and uh, and hit those weights get on that machine and start climbing stairs right like <laughs> so yeah so i think that was a totally innocent comment as as bad as it sounded <laughs> when she said it because like it did sound i thought that was kind of mean but then i'm like wait a minute like you know she's not coming from it the way we are you know does that make sense <laughs> yeah it was just hella funny yeah, that was What you just described is totally the American culture of mm -hmm. like, you're responsible for your shit. Yeah. You know, you can OD on whatever. You just have to like get back up and do something about it, which it's is not our fault. It's your fault. Yeah. Right. Like, go exercise. Go. Yeah. yeah. It's not our fault that we sell cigarettes. You just yeah, yeah. don't smoke it. Well, anyway, I, I won't digress. Julia is starting to grow on me. She's feisty. She's not like the other... I like her. 
Russians and Ukrainian. Yeah, I like her. I guess also it's easier to like her when Brendan's mom is being such a nosy bitch. Yeah. About her mm-hmm. body, about the whole like, why are you not advising your son to wear condoms? Why again? I I know we discussed this last week, but why are you putting it on her to protect herself when your son is the one who likes to fuck bareback? Excuse mm-hmm. my language. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, her her um her version of abstaining apparently is to keep them in separate rooms. <laughs> right? So right. That's her method of Good job. Of, um, yeah. <laughs> How annoying was it when she had just woken up from sleep and then Brandon's like, "Okay, we got you got three and a half minutes. Very we got to go." Annoying. That was Very. hella annoying because I am so much like her. I'm not a morning person. I can like roll around in bed till like a good 10 o'clock if I don't have kids. But obviously I have kids. I'm up by 7.30. But if you don't have to be on a crazy schedule, like why do you have to? I don't know. I was so annoyed for her. I just wanted to like tell Brendan's mom, okay, I get it. You paid for her ticket. You paid for all this stuff. But give her some space, you know, because... You know, at the end of the day, you're going to go back and all y'all are going to be living together. See, here's what I think. I think as long as Brandon and Julia are in front of the mom, they're not having sex. I think that was the mom's way. Yeah, the mom's way of controlling them and making sure that they are under her supervision as many minutes as possible. Right. Like, oh, guys, get out of the get out of the room. Oh, you guys were in the room a long time. You know, I'm like, shut the fuck up. You know, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's time to have dinner together. And Brandon and Julia are like, "Ah, I think we're going to skip, guys. Like Maram said, I was very triggered when a they scheduled dinner after her long flight. Right. When she first arrived, like that chick wants to spend time with her fiance, let her spend time with him like why do you want to schedule dinner and start talking about birth control and then be like you know she's still jet lag and yet you schedule this outing and especially knowing that she's not into politics like it's such a waste of time you know she might as well just stay in bed i was very triggered when when i saw that it was like unnecessary you know again it's all about control the mom paid for the ticket so she wants to do whatever she wants to do and you know, the, t- the kids have to come along for the ride and it's just very selfish. I was going to say that I feel like under no circumstances does anybody want to live with their mother and father-in-law. Word. I just feel like, you know, maybe if you're like a part of the Yazan culture where that's just what y'all do and you marry someone from your own culture, that might be okay. But I think in every other instance, at least the beginning of your relationship, when things are new and fun and exciting, you don't want to live with your in-laws. I mean, they're mm-hmm. called in-laws for a reason. Like, as cool as they can be, at the end of the day, if they're two rooms down and you're trying to, you know, have Smash. sex with your... Yeah. Like, <laughs> trying to get it on. Like, it's just not comfortable. Yeah, so that's also what I was going to get into. Do y'all think with the money situation he's in, should he just take whatever he does have and then get their own place because i think that's what i think that's what julia was saying like hey we're gonna fight either way right he's like oh well you know we're just gonna have problems and i think you know in julia's 
English, she's, she was saying, well, we can move out and like fight about money or we can stay here and fight over your parents, right? Like we're going to fight anyway. The conflict is going to be there. I would rather have this conflict with us, right? I think that's what she was saying. Even though in her limited English, I can understand her logic and I think it makes a lot of sense. Like what would would you I would go that route, and that's where that's what I was uh, presenting the question to y'all. Like, is that the route y'all would go to, or what, what do y'all think about that? A thousand that? percent, a thousand percent. Yeah. When you're a new couple trying to figure out if you want to get married and spend the rest of your lives together in a short span of ninety days, you 90 don't days, want yeah. you know you don't want no outside factor, especially your future mother-in-law. The father-in-law seems pretty chill and quiet, honestly. Like, I don't even think he's an issue. He it's, doesn't care. It's Brandon, yeah, it's Brandon's <laughs> mom, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't need her, her energy, her schedule, her, we got three and a half minutes left. Like, you don't need that shit. Like, no. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, what Merim says, 110%, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to third wheel or like, you don't want to be hampered by in-laws Especially for a new couple, you just want to be with each other and figure your relationship out without any external party butting in. And you know she's going to be all up in y'all ear every single day talking about, so, are you taking contraception yet? Like, are you using birth control yet? Dude, I would just, oh my gosh. Talk to your son about that, please. (laughs) And what would be even more annoying than that is... Hey, Brandon, I heard some noises from your room last night. (laughs) And I just hope that you understand that our house rule is that you two are to remain in separate rooms. I mean, imagine hearing that shit every night. Damn. Like, uh uh-uh. Yeah. It wouldn't end well if they stayed, I think. For everyone involved, I think, you know, the parents would eventually start to resent her. You know, Mm -hmm. I think she's already starting to resent the mom for sure. Yeah, I just think he needs to take whatever savings he has and go for it. It wouldn't be a show if he did. Yeah, exactly. He's holding back. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's talk about the last couple. Jovi from the bio, uh, from the swamp, and Yara from (laughs) Ukraine. So what do you guys think about her logic about not holding the wedding in New Orleans because it's too one-sided. I mean, the best logic for this couple is to break up. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Then, then all your problems are solved. So right. that's, that's all I have to say about these two. Yeah, they already look like they're getting tired of each other's shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah. But she did cave. I thought that was sweet. She tried to make a joke out of it. Well, you know, it's late after a few glasses of wine, right? She I was like, ah. mm-hmm. you know, she decided to, to stick around. But yeah, no, she's not. What was her justification again? She said even if her families couldn't make it, she's not going to get married in a trailer park. I was like, ooh, gosh, that was harsh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Again, big city girl. You're trying to bring her into the swamp or the country or some rural area and that they're not having it, man. They're not built for that. I think that's the summary of rather the moral of this season is that agree. You know, big city girl <laughs> going to rural US yeah. and getting very disappointed. Yeah. And she lied to the mom about oh, the what? food. Well, I mean, I think it was the polite thing to do. But so at the dinner table, she says, oh, this is tasty. 
right to her mom's face and then she went and she told jovi when they were in the bedroom that it wasn't good i would have just kept that to myself i like, know that was yeah. rude uh, yeah. oh man where yeah. do you find these people <laughs> These people apply, I think. Yeah, that's <laughs> hey, we'd true. be great for this show. Let's just go ahead and do it. By the <laughs> way, there's a, there's a huge chance it's going to ruin our relationship on, on live TV. At least we're getting paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was fair that she blamed him for his work calling him. When duty calls, duty calls. There's not really much you can do about that. Well, maybe she just misunderstood, but she said, oh, I don't see why he wants to go to work so bad. We just got together and blah, 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 blah. No, like understand mm-hmm. he has an obligation uh, to his job and to his work. And it's not that he wants to or that he's trying to be rude or he he wants to leave you alone. But yeah, she put that on him. And I was like, wait a minute, back up. <laughs> it's not how yeah. it went. <laughs> I mean, his job is supporting your lavish lifestyle. You got to yeah. be a little bit flexible towards a girl. What'd you guys think about the um, that little tidbit where they're shopping and he's like, no, I don't like it. That's not going to be in my apartment. And then she goes, your apartment. And then she walks off, <laughs> you know, and he's like, are you serious right now? And then she says something like, what did she say? You bitch at me all the time. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is escalated quickly. They're going to be an interesting <laughs> couple to follow. I, I like to watch them. I'll admit to that. Like, I like to watch them. I feel like deep down inside, I really want their relationship to work. Me too. <laughs> I don't know, right? You feel me, right? Like, I don't know why I want them to like be happy and I want it to work out. But the way it is right now, I don't see it happening. And it makes me sad. Here's the thing. For me, this looks like the couple that does a push and pull, but somehow can get over it. And I've known couples like that where they, they seem to be at each other's necks all the time, but they both understand that that's just who each other are, you know, and they they can get over it really easily and then move on and say, okay, like we love each other and we're going to keep it moving. Right. Cause I, I haven't seen anything get too toxic yet, but you know, I saw another preview, I think where he gets drunk or something and I don't know what happens, but he pisses her off. <laughs> so yeah, he, we'll see. He, he has a thing for strippers. So I think that, that obviously what? will piss him off. We, sorry, yeah, will piss her drinking. off. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know about this couple, but I want Julia and Brandon to work out for some reason, even though I know, I think they will. I have a feeling. I don't know about Jovi and Yara. Like you said, Lon, they're a pull and push couple. and It can go both ways, I feel. Mm. But it's very interesting to watch them because... You know, Yara is, you know, has her ways, has her expectation, and Jovi just can't seem to give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he seems pretty carefree. Like, it rolls off him. You yeah. know, he doesn't let it get to him too much. If anything, he'll talk back, right? He'll be like, whatever, we're going to go do this, right? And yeah. that's it, right? And they're, they, they just continue trudging along. And I'm with you on Julia and Brandon. I think they can be successful if the mom doesn't like get in the way the way brandon put it is my mom's a cock block right (laughs) yeah yeah so i'm you know i'm cheering for both of those couples too what are you guys's wtf moment for this episode for me i think my wtf moment was when julia was in bed and brandon was trying to get her up and he kept looking at his watch and saying 
you have about three and a half minutes, according to my mom. Like, I was just like, stop, please. Because I mentioned, I'd like to stay in bed, especially if I've had a long flight. There's no way in hell I want to wake up at the butt crack of dawn to go hang out with my mother-in-law. So I was just like, dude, just STFU. Yeah, I would have told him, look, um, you guys go ahead. <laughs> you guys go ahead if you guys want to. I'm just going to. I'm just going to stay in. <laughs> For me, and I did write this down, actually, um, I just forgot to mention it, was the way Natalie kind of cheered when Bo confirmed that he wasn't staying with them. I was like, that's kind of rude. I think she realized yeah. how, like, how fucked up that was that she did that. And she tried to kind of backpedal and go, oh, wait, I didn't you know, I didn't mean it like, you know, and she tried to kind of correct herself. But if you guys remember during the lunch, she was like, you're not staying with us, right? And Bo was like, oh, yeah, 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 I moved out. And she's like, <sighs> like, she did that huge, like, yeah. sigh of oh relief and was like, oh, and like, you could almost see that she was like cheering. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. And I think she also caught herself and was like, oh, I didn't you know, and he's like, oh, no, it's it's all right. You know, I'm just, like, down the street. And then she doubled up. She goes, oh, wait, you're what? Like, I'm like, dude, just sh- shut up, Natalie. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's not... Like, they were just completely miscommunicating. Yeah. Like, off and just, it was weird. Yeah, my WTF moment is also related to Natalie and how she was disappointed in Big Mike's house. I thought that was mm. very ungrateful of her knowing that she came from a, a decent sized apartment in Ukraine i thought that was an upgrade but maybe she has other thoughts or other expectations that is like mary mentioned this before like she and mike big mike have obviously been facetiming each other mm-hmm. so she knows what i mean or rather she would have a faint idea of what the house would look like and for her to just be so disappointed it just shows how ungrateful she is Hmm. yeah i think maybe it was a number a a number of things like the ring also like possibly being one and she was taking it out on on the house what's that called again (laughs) is you know what i mean where there's it's not so much the house it's a bunch of things. It just manifested. It's accumulative. In, yeah. yeah. It just manifested in her being disappointed on camera about the house. But it, there's like all these other things going on that also disappointed her. Kind of like, you know, when you're just suppressing how angry you are at something. And then someone asks you a question and you blow up. And you're like, fuck, man, I just wanted to have a stick of your gum. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and they don't, they don't know why the fuck you're blowing up. Like, I think yeah. that's kind of, that might have been what was going on she feels insecure that she doesn't have a ring she's in this strange place she doesn't know where she's at she probably doesn't know where she stands with big mike and then to make matters worse it's cold in the fucking house right and that's what we (laughs) saw so maybe if i were to give her the benefit of the doubt but no i'm totally with you there nadia yeah she could have at least showed a little been a little more I grateful think about enthusiasm that. would be okay with me you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. because okay you may not get the ring back and the house may not be a mansion but at least you guys have good sex right according she to did her. say that <laughs> yeah. we have our ups and downs but in the bedroom it's always, <laughs> always <ups>. up <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time she didn't complain 
I was expecting him to say, but, you know, my, you know, the bedroom, you know. But that wasn't, you know, that was in a nice place in Seattle after he set the mood. She had a great view of the waterfront with the Ferris wheel. So, I mean, yeah, we'll see how good the sex is, you know, in the uh, his house. In, in the countryside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, WTFers. If you love the podcast, you can show your support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. It is appreciated and really helps us out. Please consider joining our Patreon family. Every donation helps and gives you access to our discussion on a wide range of topics. You can engage with us on email, Twitter, and Instagram at 90dayfiancewtf or our Patreon at WTF Extra. We especially would like to hear what your WTF moments are each episode. We might even shout you out. Have a happy holiday season, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.